Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast right here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. Another week of MyTunes. Where are we going to go this week, Mark? You've had TT, you've had Martin Brunchweiler, you've had musicians. How about her worshipful, the Mayor, Councillor, Mrs Natalie Barantier? Will that do? I think that'll do very nicely. Natalie, welcome to my tunes. Thank you for having me, Mark. We have the Mayor of Douglas in Manx Radio's studios here in Douglas. That's marvellous. It all makes sense. You are here in Douglas as the Mayor for a whole year. It's a year, isn't it? It is one year, yes. Is it ever any longer? Because I think, wasn't it during COVID it got extended? It, the mayor during COVID was Council Mr Jockin. He had actually started a second term. So you're elected for one year by the council. If you are elected for another year, other mayors in the past have done more than one year. Unfortunately, his second year transpired to be two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So in total, he did three and a half. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that, so that's a long term. Yes, unexpected and hopefully not to be repeated for, uh, because of the way it happened. When did your interest in civic duty start? It's quite a funny story and I don't know, I don't know whether I'm allowed to tell it. Go on. I, um, I had an argument with a councillor Yeah. and he told me that if I thought I could do a better job, there was a by-election coming up. So I put in my papers and seven years later I'm sat here in front of you as a mayor. So. Seven years. Seven years. Actually, I did much the same with getting into radio. They turned me down and I said, oi. <laughs> the rest of they say, they probably should have stuck with their original decision. <laughs> so in that time, just talk me through the career. How did it start? So it started, um, I quite naively started on council thinking I was joining 17 other people who were looking to make Douglas a great place to live, work and visit. I was very quickly put in my place in the sense that you know people have different reasonings for being there so I just thought I had to find my own focus and deal with the issues that I was faced with on a daily basis within my own community and I've been able to extend that to people who have reached out to me for help. And progression from there where where, where did the road go? The road's gone really I've gone from being community-based to doing a lot more in the environmental services, in regeneration. So it's expanded my opportunity to work in different areas with different cultures within our communities. And, yeah, it's been a, a really interesting learning curve. We'll talk an awful lot more about Douglas and about your role, but I want to get straight into the music. How difficult was it to just choose four tracks? Absolutely impossible. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that I have a gardening business, which is, is how I'm employed. And I constantly have my earphones in and my music taste varies from sort of the Bee Gees to Foo Fighters. We are very used to having a wide range of music on this show. Uh, Just around Covid time, Dr Henrietta Hewitt was a guest of mine as she chose one of the hardest German rock bands you could imagine called Rammstein. And we nearly blew the speakers off the wall in here. We'd say, turn it up, Mark, turn it up. So we did. Uh, your first choice. Oh, well, it's a classic. Uh, Bob Dylan song. Yes, I'm a huge Dylan fan. I tried, um, and, and again, choosing just one is very difficult. And I've tried to remain apolitical because as mayor, I have to stay yes. apolitical. So um, Mr. Tambourine Man just felt very appropriate. 
here it is. Uh, Bob Dylan's original Mr. Tambourine Man. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you. Though I know that evening's empire has returned into sand, vanished from my hand, left me blindly here to stand, but still not sleeping. My weariness amazes me, I am branded on my feet. I have no one to meet And the ancient empty streets Too dead for dreaming Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me in the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you. Take me on a trip upon your magic swirling ship. My senses have been stripped, my hands can't feel to grip, my toes too numb to step. Wait only for my boot heels to be wandering. I'm to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dance and spill my way I promise to go under it Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me in a jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you. Though you might hear laughing, spinning, swinging madly across the sun, it's not aimed at anyone, it's just escaping on the run. And but for the sky, there are no fences facing. And if you hear vague traces of skipping reels of rhyme To your tambourine in time It's just a ragged clown behind I wouldn't pay it any mind It's just a shadow you're seeing that he's chasing Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you
take me disappearing through the smoke rings of my mind, down the foggy ruins of time, far past the frozen leaves, the haunted, frightened trees, out to the windy beach, far from the twisted reach of crazy sorrow. Yes, to dance beneath the diamond sky with one hand waving free, silhouetted by the sea, circled by the circus sands, with all memory and fate driven deep beneath the waves. Let me forget about today until tomorrow. Hey, Mr. Time Marine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you. This week on My Tunes, my guest is Madam Mayor of Douglas, Mrs. Natalie Byron-Tier, Councillor Mrs. Natalie Byron-Tier. Um, yesterday, we had a little flit through her seven-year launch and preparation to become the Mayor of Douglas. Uh, Natalie, it's a one-year position. When you get it, do you think, right, how on earth am I going to use this one year? It must be quite daunting, because it's not a very long time. It's not a long time, no, and... I've been fortunate enough that I've had a few years preparation for this. I spent two and a half years being deputy mayoress mm. for Councillor Jockin, and then last year I was deputy mayor for Councillor Mrs Tomney. Um, so I have had a little bit of preparation, so I've, I was fully aware of what I wanted to do when I started. The practicalities of that is something else. We have the... We, we choose a theme when we become mayor. So we have a corporate plan. The council has a corporate plan. If you have a look at that, you sort of want to work towards something within that corporate plan. Um, number three on that corporate plan is community, which is the reason I got into council. So it was very easy for me to choose community as my theme for the year. I mean, it's one of those positions. I suppose it's a bit like running Manx Radio or the Steam Packet. Being a mayor of Douglas, everyone has an idea on how they can do it better. Oh, absolutely! Yes, <laughs> everybody. Um, I have the the one nice thing actually. I touched on it yesterday. The nice one nice thing is that I have to remain apolitical. So whilst I can hear views, I'm not able to, in a sense, sort of give my opinion publicly. So you know, I do that in council, but as mayor, that's not something I'm required to do. So. One of the things about Douglas, it's a big population, single biggest on the Isle of Man, but it also has this influx and outgoing, the daily commute for work. So you've got people who are in Douglas and using Douglas as, if you like, visitors, but from Ireland, and the residents as well. Do you have to look at all aspects of who is getting what from Douglas? Absolutely, yes. You know, we, it's, we want it to be a brilliant place to live, work and to visit. So we do have to look at that, yes. We have to think about that when we do regeneration for people utilising our parks at lunch times. The BG statue was a great one for visitors. You know, I, I think there was a bit of concern when it first came in, but just seeing how that's used now and everybody comments on it. So, yeah, there's, there's a very wide range I think the Bee Gees statue was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it was yes, it was long overdue in my opinion, but it happened and it looks fantastic. And as you say, 
they come, they have their photos taken, with or without the traffic cone on his head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, someday you might have a traffic cone, other days you might. I like the ones where people put their dogs on them. Oh, leads, yeah, with the leads. The leads. I think Those, that looks really great. If you've got any selfies, by the way, send them in and I'll pass them on to Madam Mayor. We'd love to see your selfies of you with the Bee Gees. Let us look at today's choice of music. Are we going dancing now, Natalie? We are, yes. This is, um, this is a song that I just absolutely love from the moment I heard it and it always makes me want to get up and dance. And it is... Rhythm of the Night by Corona. This is the rhythm of the night Say, say, say. 
Sometimes on MyTunes we have a musician. Sometimes we have an artist. This guest, this week, I think, Madam Mayor, you are our first mayor. I think. Really? I think so. I'll have to go back oh, through. We've been doing it a few years. I, I, I better get that right. Anyway, let us talk about charity work because I know, because we've, we've had a little natter, you have got very uh, some serious charitable objectives to, to get stuck into during your year in office, haven't you? I have, yes. I've selected three charities to raise funds for on the fundraising appeal, but part of my theme for the year is community and charity and raising awareness for as many charities and what they do in our community and making people aware of who they are, what they do, what we can do to support them as a community and what they provide within the community is something I'd really like to try and do. So let's go through those charities one by one. So the RNLI, they're coming up to their bicentenary year next year, 2024. The RNLI was founded in Douglas by Sir William Hillary. The first number one lifeboat station is here in our city. And we, Sir William Hillary is actually buried in St George's Graveyard. In now, our city. I didn't know that. Yes. He's in St George's Graveyard. He's in St George's Graveyard. Wow. Yes. Okay. The, the RNLI, I mean, the appeals go on uh, all, over the, all over the country, but uh, to have that special relationship with the Isle of Man is, is a bit good, isn't it? They have no public funding at all, no. and each lifeboat house is actually independent for its fundraising, mm. so that's something else that's, that's not widely known. You know, they don't have a big pot that's shared between everybody. We're going to talk about city status a little bit tomorrow, uh, but let's move on to the other two charities. So we've done the RNLI. What are the other two? Um, the Live at Home Scheme. Yep. Isle of Man Live at Home Scheme. They provide services to the community, over 50s within our community. They assist people who want to stay in their own homes and they deal with people who are lonely and they have a befriending service, which I think is great. During COVID, they reached out to many people within the community, gave them support, and they have a, I think it's like a lunch club where they take them out weekly. They were also responsible for starting the men in sheds, which is something that Douglas doesn't have yet. Yet, yes. Well, I know there's one down south being a Balasala boy, so no doubt the men in sheds are I'm well aware of what they do down there. I didn't know there wasn't one in Douglas yet. No. Yet. I, I say yet. <laughs> Good for you. And that leaves one more charity. The last charity is the Isle of Man Parrot Sanctuary. Ah, why? why? I mean, fabulous charity, but why? So, well, we wanted to choose an animal charity, and my husband and consort, Andrew, knew the founders of this charity. And they're a very small charity, not very well known. The normal response we get when we tell people that we're supporting them is, we didn't even know we had a parrot sanctuary. And I feel like that's half my work done, because just raising awareness is something that's, that's just as useful sometimes as raising funds. They need a small amount of money to help build an aviary, and I think we can help them go a long way in accomplishing that, and that would be a great thing to do. Three great causes. Let us have today's piece of music, which I'm delighted to discover, only when we had a listen, was recorded in the Isle of Man. Yes. Um, I actually found this song by accident looking for another song on my, shall I say, my... Um, my gadget? Gadget. Yes, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to mention yeah. anyone specifically. Box of tricks. Box of my tricks. little box of tricks, yeah. yes. And this song, I'd, I'd asked it to play a certain song, and this song came up, and my husband told me that it used to be sung in school. 
I hope he doesn't mind me saying he is a few years older than me. Um, I don't remember it from my school days, but I love a bit of history and local history even better. So when it came up, I was um, quite delighted and I love it now. I play it quite often. It's a fabulous version of Ellen Vannon and it is the Horton Weavers. This is one you'll know more than me. Because I've, I've, I've got the words here to help me. Uh, but it, we, I, I'll do a little intro that Steve's going to sort of back me with. On the morning of the 3rd of December, 1909, the SS Ellen Vannon of the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company left the island at 1.13am, bound for Liverpool. She was carrying 15 passengers, 21 crew, plus mail and 60 tonnes of cargo. In command was Captain James Tier of Douglas, with 18 years' experience. At departure, the weather was not particularly rough, and though the barometric pressure was falling, the captain did not expect any trouble. As the passage progressed, the weather rapidly deteriorated, and by 6.35 a.m., when she arrived at the Mersey Bar, the wind had increased to Storm Force 11, with 20-foot waves. She foundered between the Mersey Bar and the Q1 buoy on the Mersey Approach Channel. She filled with water and sank by the stern. All passengers and crew were lost. This song is believed by many to be a traditional song from the Isle of Man, but it was actually written by a bloke called Huey Jones, one of the spinners, friends of ours, he wrote this song. Snay Felton will Ben McCree, fourteen ships had sailed the sea, each one bearing a Manson name, but there's a one who will never again. Oh, Ellen Vannon of the Isle of Man Company. At 1 a.m. in Ramsey Bay, Captain T was heard to say, Our contract says, deliver the mail, In this rough weather we shall not fail. Oh, Ellen Vannon of the Isle of Man Company, With a crew of 21 Manx men, her passengers are Liverpool businessmen. Farewell to Mona's Isle, farewell. This little ship was bound for hell. Oh, Ellen Vannon of the Isle of Man Company. Oh, Ellen Vannon. In the Irish Sea Less than a mile From the barlight ship By a mighty wave Ellen Vanning was hit She sank in the waters Of Liverpool Bay 
and there she lies until this day. Oh, and Byron of the Isle of Man Company. Oh, and Byron lost in the Irish Sea. Few Manx men now remember the third day of the month, December. The terrible storm in 99, Ellen Bannon sailed for the very last time. Oh, Ellen Bannon of the Isle of Man Company. Oh, Ellen Bannon, lost in the Irish Sea. Oh, Ellen Bannon of the Isle of Man Company. Oh, Ellen Bannon, lost in the Irish So far this week on MyTunes, we've had a bit of Bob Dylan. We've danced around the studio with Corona and we've had the Horton Weavers live in the Isle of Man. Where is Her Worshipful the Mayor, Councillor Mrs Natalie byron Tier going to take us today? We'll find out in a moment. Natalie, it's been a cracking week. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it much more than I thought I would, Mark. Well, that's, the, <laughs> that, that's my work done anyway. But today, I mentioned yesterday city status. Now, can you just briefly tell us what's that done to Douglas? I mean, it was a massive event for, for, for all of us just looking at this, the city of Douglas. I mean, what's it actually done? Being a city raises the profile worldwide, internationally, for any town or village, I guess. So we now have a city-to-city travel route to the island, which I think is a lovely thing. Um, it, it's really about status. You know, it, it gives us a bit more prominence on in, on the international market, I believe. And we should be proud, you know, to get that city status in the honours list. You have to be a pretty well-cultured and a pretty nice place to visit. There's a lot of criteria to becoming a city, and Douglas has it. So, yeah. well done, Douglas. And... I think one of the... You're talking about visitors. One of the things that amazes my guests when I take them around, if they haven't been here before, I take them down to look at the prom, particularly from this end. Two miles of it. I mean, that is a big area to keep spick and span and to look after. Just itself. I mean, the flowers, the, the, the sea wall, everything. It's bigger than an awful lot of big seaside towns across have got. Yeah, it's actually, the, the beach itself is the largest open space that the council look after. You know, when you think about all the parks we have, the largest one is the beach. Up till my time on council, we've always focused on just keeping that looking aesthetically pleasing. I'm hoping that the beach day coming up on the 1st of July will give us more of an aesthetic view as to what the potential of that beach is and has the potential even to bring more business into Douglas by providing services to promote the uses on that beach. You've got one year, and uh, and I think that's too short. There we are, but that's the way it is. That's the rules. So you must have things that you're focusing on right here in Douglas for this next year. What are your priorities for the year ahead? 
So again, community, involving community and charity, it's what we're providing within Douglas for anybody who's living, working or visiting. Um, the beach day coming up is something that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I think that's a great opportunity to promote the use of that space and I think that we can start getting more people down to our beachfront. It's a great beach we have there. We actually have good to excellent bathing water quality. It is tested monthly, so we should be getting more use out of that. And proud, proud of it, and proud Absolutely. of it, given what, what you could be swimming in elsewhere. Um, that's an interesting point, though, because cold water swimming, or just sea swimming generally, has taken off like a rocket in the last few years. It really has, hasn't it? I'm yet yeah. to do my first dip, and on the beach day, I plan to go with the blue tits to do my first ever sea dip. Oh, so You're braver than me. Exciting. You're braver than me. Where shall we finish this week musically? What do you, what do you fancy? So I wanted to kind of finish on a personal note. I consider this song a bit of my life tune. I could have wrote this song. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. And it is? It's I Wish I Was a Punk Rocker by Sandy Tom. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for coming on my tunes, telling us about life as the mayor of Douglas. I think it should be at least three years. I'm going I'm to write to my <laughs> MHK. So can it make it three years? I hope it goes really well for you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mark. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air. I was born too late into a world that doesn't care. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. When the head of state didn't play guitar, not everybody drove a car. When music really mattered and when radio was king. When accountants didn't have control and the media couldn't buy your soul. When computers were still scary and we didn't know everything. Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air. I was born too late to a world that doesn't care Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair When pop stars still remained a myth and ignorance could still be bliss And when God saved the queen she turned a white a shade of pale My mom and dad were in their teens and anarchy was still a dream and the only way to stay in touch was a letter in the mail Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers Shops were still on top and vinyl was all that they stopped And the super info highway was still drifting out in space Kids were wearing hand-me-downs and playing games Men kick arounds and footballers still had long hair and dirt across their face Oh, I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair In 77 and 69, revolution was in the air I was born too late to a world that doesn't care Many thanks to Madam Mayor Natalie Byron-Tier 
for a fabulous week on my tunes. And uh, yes, she wished she was a punk rocker indeed. Uh, keep coming back here for more my tunes podcasts and podcasts of all shapes and sizes. Uh, they're popping up every day at manxradio.com. And join me if you can for the morning show on Manx Radio 9.30 to 12, Monday to Friday. I'm Mark Tiley. I look forward to your company again soon.